0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the Heartwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. Know me, know the voice, know the guy. It's me, really real villain. Real to from Junior here at your service. And uh, I mean, just get the brooms out. Just, just get the brooms out because three picks, three wins, sweep, no problem. I'm about that. That's how we, that's a good day. Now, that's a good day. Very, very good day yesterday. Oh man, I'm happy about that one. I didn't think we were. Gary Payton second scared me for a little little portion of that game, but he ultimately gets there with the over one and a half steals and blocks combined. He finished with two steals in that game. The Kings pull it out as an underdog at home, two nothing. Two nothing is the series going back to Golden State. Exactly how we scripted it. The only thing that would make this better is that the books weren't so freaking scared. They are scared. They are terrified of this Golden State team. There is no reason, no rhyme or reason that a, what was Golden State? A six seed? No rhyme or reason why a six seed is down 0-2 going back home and their series price is plus 130 to win the series. That is absolutely disgusting. I am disappointed. I am sad. We should have been closer to the 3-1 to range. It should have been very, very intriguing for us to come back and take. No, I'm not taking Golden State to win the series at plus 130 and they're down two games. No, that is an unfair price. That is an unfair price. It is not worth it. I do not care. We're sitting on a Kings plus one and a half ticket in our pocket. And we just need one more win to cash. Like, look at this. We have a Kings plus one and a half games at, th- at plus at 135, I believe the price was. I got to go back and check. I'm pretty sure it's at plus 135. They have to win three games to cash that ticket. We won the first two. So we have of potential five more games. We already have two wins under our belt. This is the driver's seat. We're in the driver's seat. I'm not jinxing it. I'm not trying to jinx it. We're not going to, you know, that's the end of the conversation there. But that's the driver's seat. Now we just hope they finish. That's it. We also had the under in the Nets in 76ers game. That was never in doubt. Nets only score 84 points. 76ers didn't have to do much. Score 96. They get the cover as well. We could have took the 10, but it's all right. We, 3-0. 3-0 last night. That was a very, very good day for a two-game slate. And I mean, there's a lot of extra stuff that happened in the Warriors and Kings game. I really don't care about the Draymond Green and Demonis Sabonis. Like this is, it's really just clickbait why people end up talking about it the day after. Like there's really nothing to talk about. People will just want to call Draymond a dirty player and all of that. They just want to say disparaging words about Draymond. But this truly does not matter until the league makes a decision of if Draymond warranted himself a suspension or not. Other than that, that incident does not matter to me. I do not care at all and but what i will say is that if draymond does get suspended and golden state does go down 3 nothing which i highly doubt but if they do they're going to have to give us an outrageous price on golden state and all i'm gonna say is is that it would be interesting with game four at home, you just got to win one road game in game five, a game six at home, and then you would... I it. W- I feel like everybody that's listening knows what I'm insinuating of what would happen if Draymond did get suspended and Golden State did somehow lose that game and they did go down 3-0, that, that the path back isn't impossible. But we're not going to talk about that because I don't like speculating. I hate speculating. Just come to me with the facts and let me deal the information with the facts. So as of right now, I don't care about talking about the Draymond Green situation because we don't know if he's getting suspended or not. He could have very well just got ejected and that's it. That's it. We're going on. So really, really don't care to talk about that situation. Mm, Yeah, I really don't really have any other recap for other than we killed it yesterday on yesterday's pod. So let's move on to today. And we have three games on the slate. I guess we'll start in chronological order. But this is the biggest play that I have. So do I really want to... All right, you know what? Just go big or go home. Start. So we have the Atlanta Hawks versus the Boston Celtics. Celtics are laying 10. Boston also leads the series 1-0. For my play in this game, I'm looking at a player problem. This is the... Do I want to call it a Hail Mary play? How do I want to play this? Mm. Let's figure it out. So the player that I'm looking at is Okongu. And I'm looking at him because we know what he can do. We know he's like, if you don't haven't seen a play recently, he's played very, very well and even though he didn't, you know, four-shot attempts didn't get, I think he had three points from the line, but he didn't score a field goal in that last game. He's a quick, agile, big, able to rebound, been such a better defender over the course of this season, and somebody that's going to warrant himself more minutes in the future. So the issue here is that last time around, they brought Robert Williams off of the bench. And so Robert Williams came off the bench six for six, 12 points, 8 rebounds. He can't just have easy work like that because he is a terrible mismatch for Ocongo. I'm expecting some type of adjustment by some type of adjustment to get Robert Williams and Clint Capella on the court at the same time that's what i'm hoping for and if that happens then that opens up the lane for a kongwu to come in in relief when robert williams is not on the floor and in relief of quick capella to have a really really good game whether it's scoring basketball or whether it's on the boards so as of right now his rebounds prop is at uh over five and over five and a half is juiced to minus 130 and i really really like that rebounds prop i really really do so just again going back to his last game he had five rebounds three points so you know under that prop but i mean if you watch he only played 19 minutes in that last game if you watch the kongwu and you know his game you look at look how he finished his regular season 26 minutes, 9 rebounds, 21 minutes, 8 rebounds, 24 minutes, 6 rebounds, 20 minutes, 6 rebounds, 21 minutes, 5 rebounds. Mindful, they are still playing meaningful basketball games. This isn't just like basketball games that didn't matter. These are meaningful basketball games for the Hawks. And this is Okongu's splits, like splits, 19.6 rebounds, 20 points, 9 rebounds, 19.6, seven rebounds, 18 points. I mean, not 18 points. I keep saying points, minutes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So every time I said points, I said minutes. I'm sorry. Let me do it again. 19 minutes, 6 rebounds. 20 minutes, 9 rebounds. 19 minutes, 7 rebounds. 18 minutes, 6 rebounds. 19 minutes, 7 rebounds. 20 minutes, 8 rebounds. 20 minutes, 7 rebounds. 24 minutes, 7 rebounds. 25 minutes, 14 rebounds. I'm still going. So far, I've only not hit this number once, and that was at 5. 23 minutes, 8 rebounds. 19 minutes, Eight rebounds, 21 minutes, four rebounds. So, in the past one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 games, he's only not hit this price twice in the regular season. In the past 17 games, that's a lot of meaningful basketball games for Atlanta, by the way. These are not games that just did not matter. These are meaningful basketball games for Atlanta. So, did he get there in game one? No. Is there going to be more of an emf- uh, emphasis on rebounding the basketball because they got killed by 13 on the boards in the game one? Yes. Can O'Kongu step up to that? Yes. I'm taking O'Kongu over five and a half rebounds minus 130. And for my long shot, I'm just going to do it, and I think he can get there because I think he's going to have an increased workload this game. I think they're going to stagger him and make sure they match up click capella and robert williams on the floor at the same time and then they're gonna go and utilize a Wu when al horford is on the floor and get you some more athleticism against al horford his double double is at 10 to 1 odds right now give me a double double 10 to 1 man actually at 12 i think i just found a 12 to 1 is that 12 to 1 on DraftKings? let me just make sure mm-hmm. Let me see here. Uh combos. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, 12 to 1. So a kongwu 12 to one get a double double. I think I think this is I, th- I think this is it. I think this is the player. So Onyeka on Kongwu. 12 to 1, double double, over five and a half rebounds, minus 130. That or that's my first play. You know, the 10 to 1. Nice little sprinkle on the side. But my first official official play is the over 5.5 over rebounds for a Congo minus 130. All right. Let's move on to the next game of the slate. And we have the Cleveland Cavaliers welcoming the New York Knicks back for game two. Cavs open up as a five-point favorite. They're now minus 5.5. Big news is Josh Hart is looking incredibly, incredibly more unlikely to play in this game. He's technically questionable, but from what all channels I'm hearing, it sounds like Josh Hart is not playing with an ankle injury. That is very, very big because Josh Hart arguably is the best defender on the Knicks today. can go back and forth with Grimes in that conversation. I think, you know, it's kind of 1A, 1B in terms of best defensive player between those two because Grimes is a very good defensive player as well. But Josh Hart means a lot. And so, I mean, he outscored their bench by himself last game. And so you kind of take that production away. Do I think that that's going to hurt them offensively? No, I think the Knicks still have a lot of options offensively. Defensively, I think it does matter because that takes away another person that can slow down Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland during crunch time because Josh Hart plays during the crunch time. RJ Barrett comes out of the game, Josh Hart comes into the game, and, you know, that's kind of your crunch time lineup. I think what happens here is Evan Mobley settles himself into the playoffs a little bit more. He has a better game, and if Evan Mobley has a good game, Darius Garland has a good game because those two very, very good on the pick and roll, very, very good playing with each other. They kind of feed off of each other in terms of scoring. We know Donovan Mitchell is going to go out there and get his, and I expect to see Donovan Mitchell kind of take this game over late. Mitchell Robinson's got absolutely dominated by Jared Allen on the boards last time out. Jared Allen finished with 14 14, I think. So they still have that issue of Mitchell Robinson and Jared Allen down low, but Julius Randle has been able to. Affect that. Now we'll see how Julius Randle looks in game two off that ankle after having, you know, play a lot of minutes on that ankle the first time around. He should probably be fine. But, you know, you never know what ankles like. Ankles are something that you always can re-aggravate. And Jalen Brunson is just a cheat code. Jalen Brunson is really, really good at basketball. And Jalen Brunson, <laughs> like, he, he's really, really good at basketball, man. But I'm I'm on the Caps here. And I think that this is a spot where... You have Cleveland coming off of a home loss. Now, I know the playoffs are different, but all season, Cleveland has bounced back really, really nice at home. Like, really, really nice at home. I don't think they've lost two home games in a row all season. They've bounced back really, really nice at home every single time after taking a home home L. And and if you remember this game, like, it really wasn't out like it really really wasn't you know cleveland could have won that game as bad as they played as little contribution that they got from the bench they really really could have won that game they were leading at one point down the stretch and then the knicks kind of just closed out again a big three by josh hart some key free throws uh you know they tried donovan mitchell tried to ice grimes at the line grimes knocks down some key free throws and they end up getting a win so I'm on Cleveland here. I think this is a good bounce back spot for Cleveland. I think this is a good home spot. I don't think the Knicks go up to nothing on the road against Cleveland. I don't think there's that big of a discrepancy between these two teams. I just think, and I think that without Josh Hart, uh, Karis Levert does have, does add some energy off of the bench that is able to really, really spark this. So my second play is Cleveland minus five and a half. Now, there's actually a lot of different props that I like in this game. You can choose to do what you want. I've realized that I'm a parlay better and I don't give out much parlays on my own damn show. So I'm about to give out a parlay. And so just in case Cleveland does any, you know, in case Cleveland tries to play with us, let's just take Cleveland on the money line because I do think they win. And if I think they win, I think they got a better contribution from Karis LeVert coming off the bench. So, we'll take Karis DeVert over 8.5 points. Whoa, I already have a parlay in here. So, all right, Karis DeVert over 8.5. At the end of the day, I don't think anybody can stop Jalen Brunson, to be honest. That line just moved up on me, too. It was 24 and a half. So, we're just going to take Jalen Brunson, 25 points, minus 125, throw that in there. I don't think anybody can stop Jalen Brunson. He's really, really good. They don't have any guard depth that can keep up with him. I don't think so. Uh, and let's see here. I really want to trust Grimes, but I just don't trust Grimes. <laughs> Grimes should have a day with no Josh Hart. He should be able to pick up and have, you know, get more attempts. And be able to shoot the basketball a little bit better, but I just don't trust Grimes, to be honest. And I think, hmm, am I sleeping on Darius Garland? What did Darius Garland do from three last game? Let me go back and check that. This is literally my process, guys. Like, I mean, I might go like look up some like actual stats, but sometimes, like sometimes it's just kind of feel with this. And so. And then you kind of have your uh, mindset. No Josh Hart, so I don't really see anybody coming off the bench to really match up with Karis LeVert. I think Karis LeVert can have a – he was one for seven. Like, he's going to get that attempts. I think he can have a better shooting day. Garland had one assist in that game, really? I mean, was two for four from three. Darius Garland doesn't just have one assist. Like he 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 carries the ball in his hand a little bit more. And the attention they and they got to force the ball out of out of Donovan Mitchell's hand. So all right, let's go Garland over seven and a half assist at plus one twenty four. at that there. Do I want to get spicy and add his threes? Mm, no, let's just stick it to the four. Let's just stick to that four. And that's plus one. That's yeah, plus nine, ten, almost ten to one odds. Cleveland Cavaliers money line. Karis Levert over uh, eight and a half points. Jalen Brunson twenty five plus points. Darius Garland over seven and a half steals. It's a nice little, nice little parlay, ten to one odds. There can get a nice little return on that right there. Twenty five dollars gets you to twenty seven. So I'm I'm gonna have that going tonight for this game. And you know it's the Knicks. Like I I I gotta put something on my team, even though I think that they're going to take an tonight. So, we have two plays. We also have two big value plays, too. I wanted to go Phoenix today in the last slate. Phoenix is welcoming the Clippers back. Clippers up one nothing. Line is at 8. But Scott Foster is refing, and that does terrify me. I'm not going to lie. It very much does terrify me. So what I think I'm going to do is instead of – I kind of want some action on this game. Let's just go with the over. Over 227.5. Not 227.5. It's at 227. Let's go over 227. And it's a Scott Foster game. Scott Foster is an over-ref by extreme – like everything that defines an over-ref, he's an over-ref. Let me see here. What is – let me go on here and pull up the actual numbers for you guys really, really quickly. Let's see here. We have Scott Foster. This season he is – 37 and 21 to the over, so he's gone over by 16 games. His average total points is 231.8. This totals at 227. I also don't like the Clippers' defense this year. I think that there's some holes that they need to plug, and they're not as good of a defensive unit this year. I think that they're going to have their hands full, guarding all the options for the – uh Suns and I think that the Clippers they're not going to they're not going to go away but I think the Suns ultimately do run away with this and Clippers will do their part Kawhi Leonard is going to is a bucket and he's unguardable there's nobody on this team that can guard him he's going to get his no matter what I'll take the over to 27 for this game as well and that'll be my action net so other than that let's just recap what we have on the board I have the Clippers and Suns over 227 Scott Foster over feel comfortable about that second another play was the Cavs minus five and a half feel good about that in the Hawks and Celtics game I elected to go Okongwu over five and a half rebounds minus 130 and for our fun sprinkle plays we have Okongwu double double at 12 to 1. And we have our nine to one parlay, Cabs Money Line, Karis Levert over eight and a half points, Jalen Brunson 25 plus points, and Darius Garland over seven and a half assists. All right. Everybody, that's it for this episode of the show. Thank you again. Make sure that you subscribe. Everything comment all all this stuff whatever you can review all of that for the show please please continue to do that as I just continue to keep helping growing the show please tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend tell them about the three and oh day we just had so people keep coming listening to the show hopefully I can put together a string of good days and then y'all can keep telling y'all peoples and y'all peoples can come listen to the show we can grow the listenership but I mean other than that I really have nothing else to say nothing else to do no other way of ending the podcast just gonna like this we are out of here